When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. One night in Edmonton, we were out on the town, and there was a guy by the name of Bane Nori. How about that? Bane says... I did I ever tell you guys about the night I was out with the Rolling Stones? And I'm like, come on! What was Mick Jagger like? And he's like, well, no, no, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards weren't there. It was the rest of the band. And I hit the floor. You weren't with the Rolling Stones then, Bane. Keith Richards and Mick Jagger are the Rolling Stones. <laughs> exactly. Like This is the Rod Peterson Show. Howdy. Welcome, everybody, to your favorite daytime sports talk show. We are originating from the beach house in Pompano Beach, Florida. I'm going to tell you, if I spun this camera around, you would see it is absolutely jammed. Maybe one, one day I But we're talking sports across the Game Plus television network, all 10 provinces in 31 states. And as we welcome uh, back in from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle in Canada... The Moose, Darren DuPont. Hey, Moose, welcome back. Yeah. Uh, a couple things. One, I think we might want to find a sponsor. Hour two is obviously brought to you by Original 16, Great Western's Original 16 beer. But maybe is there a, something like this is the meat and potatoes segment of the program. You've come back. We've covered all the major topics in hour one, and now we get into the meat and potatoes of everything, right, where we get deep into what's going on today. Who would be a good Golden Corral? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, gold, Golden Corral is kind of the opening, right? A little bit of something for everybody. But we're going to go deep. This right. is like, this is the steakhouse. This is the, uh, um, maybe uh, uh, some sort of construction company. Like, we're going deep, right? We're digging. We're going deep. Um, there's some ideas. Jimmy, Jimmy two tables on that one. Yeah, yes. get Jimmy two tables on that one. I like it. And, and the other thing is... Director Jordan was saying to me in the break that the audio, the video is sticking a little bit. And I think it's because, frankly, it's gotten packed in here. Yeah. Like when we came in here in September for three weeks, that wasn't peak season, i.e. they were only hell day for lunch. Now it's a, it's jammed wall to wall in here. So yeah. I'm pointing in the new year, we can get you uh, in. Now, <clears throat> I had planned on going into this show today. I honestly did. Talking about the NHLers going to the Olympics. And it just seems the more and more and more, it just, it's a foregone conclusion that it won't be. Joey Alferi was just with us from TSN Montreal, TSN 690, saying he doesn't expect them to go. Yes, I don't know if you read my column this morning. You probably didn't have time. Uh, the Monday morning goalie, but spitting chiclets needs no introduction, I don't think, on this show. The uh, most popular hockey reporting yesterday that they've heard NHL players have or will vote no to going to the Olympics. And I said, if Spittin' Chicklets decides, Darren, to get into the insider business, i.e. Frank Saravelli, Elliot Friedman, Darren, it's over. It's over. They'll have every story, every scoop. Don't you think? Well, they've got the connections to the current player. And so, yeah, absolutely. You'll, you'll get a lot of those scoops for sure. Um, you know, it's wild, the Olympic thing. And it feels like it feels like over a year ago. It feels like the beginning of the pandemic, right? They're going to go. They're going to yeah. go. We don't think they're going to, but they're going to end up going. No, we're actually worried. Doesn't seem like they're going to go. And we all want to say, no, it, like, that can't possibly happen. They don't go to the Olympics. Well, no, it absolutely can. And it probably will be the case that they won't go to the Olympics. So, 
and they won't be the only ones. It won't just be hockey. So this is like day by day, hour by hour developing. Um, and it's just, it reminds me so much of, uh, you know, March of 2020. Well, <laughs> through 21 months, you would hope that we would have a pretty good idea. Not we. What are you and I? The experts more of a clue. Um, yeah. But again, we're not going to get into, you know, if people want to comment, they're pro-vax, they're anti-vax, they can do and say whatever they want. I'm not going to get into it um, at all. Other than to say here in Florida, anybody, go to the website floridatoday.com. It's got literally everything you need. I love it. Sports, news, weather. <laughs> But they said that Florida has been designated certain regions as a, I don't know the exact term, but fast spreading region. High contagion is what they said, the state of Florida. Numbers are, cases are up, deaths are going down, are going down. Right. Figure that one out. Having said that, obviously I'm a circle of friends here. And there are a lot of people that are going down with Omicron, i.e. feeling crappy and can't make it into work. So it is a thing. So I'm not seeing any of it. I've had friends die of COVID. My doctor has. So I'm not mocking anything, not talking about anything, but we just sit here every day and talk about sports. And I guess, like you say, you made it, you said, said it very well. March of 2020, we all thought, there's no way they could do this. There's no way. They, uh, they can and they will. Which brings up the poll question, by the way, for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center. Let's get to that. The question today is, what do you think will happen with the World Juniors? As normal, with fans in Edmonton and Red Deer, play without fans, or scrap the whole blinking thing? And last I checked, I'm just calling on my Twitter here at the beach. Still leading with 50% of the vote, respondents saying playing, but without fans. 39% say playing as normal, and 11% saying cancel the YouTube, it's even stronger, Clark says, 56% saying that they will play but without fans. For the benefit of those that have just tuned in on Game Plus TV, Darren, or have just tuned into the hour two of the podcast, if they're listening later, I would vote for playing without fans. Just that seems to be the way that it's going. They've outright shut down the NHL, of course. Seven teams, eight teams, is it? Nine? Bunch this morning. What are you voting on what happens with the World Juniors? I'm going to vote playing with fans and not just because I'm optimistic and, and that's how I operate, but um, it'll depend on what the Alberta government does. I really believe that if they're going to allow fans into buildings and to play, then they'll play and it'll be the same. It'll be with fans or it'll be with 50% capacity. Um, I think there's still an opportunity here for, for a lot of money to be made. There's tickets that have been bought. All of the rest, people have made their travel plans. I think they're gonna do whatever they can to keep the fans in the building, unless the government decides all the buildings are gonna have no fans anymore, like they did in Ontario. Um, the players may go into a bit of a bubble. I mean, they've got a, as we, as we uh, will find out on our uh, Christmas Eve World Junior show, they're basically in a modified quarantine, modified bubble, where they're allowed to go out and do things, but they're not allowed to interact with the public, the players. So they can't go out to restaurants, they can't go places where there's other public, but they can go out and walk around, they can go to, they'll have team meals in private rooms of restaurants or wherever they decide to do, or they'll be catered or whatever. And they go on hikes and different things like that, but it's like a modified version. They'll keep the players away from the fans and be able to uh, get through the World Junior. So I think there's gonna be fans. Well, that's very optimistic of you. Thank you. Hour two is brought to you by Original 16, brewed in Saskatchewan, made with premium Saskatchewan ingredients. Original 16 is unfiltered for peak flavor. And as we uh, just mentioned, our lovely partners and sponsors that we love so much, the Rockstar of the Day is brought to you every day by Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. They specialize in improving your company's performance and bottom line through supply chain management services. The rock star of the day on Friday was Natea J, the Toronto Argonauts radio commentator and former CFL player who's now been added to Toronto Raptors coverage on TSN. Natea J was the rock star of the day for Friday. Your options today will be Joey Alferi from TSN 690 Montreal and for Solomon Elamimian, uh, or he'll be the other option. Moose, if I can bring you back.
back in. I got to talk about this. So, barring any more skullduggery, we will have a Monday night football doubleheader. And it will be at 5 p.m. Eastern, the Las Vegas Raiders, 6 and 7, at the 7 and 6 Cleveland Browns. We found out this morning that Baker Mayfield will not start tonight because he tested uh, positive, I guess, for COVID this morning again. So he's not playing. Raiders, Browns at 5 Eastern, followed by the Vikings at Bears, 8.15 p.m. Eastern. Vikings 6 and 7, Bears 4 and 9. I still, I still don't get how the Vikings are even around at 6-7, and seven, but they are. This finish in the NFL is going to be ridiculous the next couple of weeks. What are you seeing? I, I love it's, it. It's going to be insane. And any one of those teams, like, tell me who's going to be on the outside and, and uh, on the outside looking in, and you're probably wrong. You know, that's just how unpredictable the NFL is and, and is going to be the rest of the way. And throw in COVID? And games being pushed and players being out and you don't know who's going to play. Like when I'm making my NFL picks on the weekend, you know, on, on Thursday and Friday, I don't know who's going to be in the lineup on Sunday because of COVID, right? And I don't know who's going to be allowed to play and who's not. The Browns are going to play their third string quarterback. Now, I picked the Raiders on Friday and I still will, um, but it's just, it's, it's absolutely wild. But this is why we tune in and this is the best time of the year for it. Oh, is it ever? And like I say, the schedule was wonky to begin with. I mean, I went down to the Florida Keys on Saturday night, and they're like, oh, the Browns game's been canceled. Louie at Mrs. Max, the server there. He's from New York originally, Darren. I'm like, what? You, you can't even plan anything. How? Oh, I know. So we got a doubleheader out of this on Monday. So that's actually the good news. And it's just the way that this is uh, winding. And so many teams in contention. The Miami Dolphins at 1-7. and seven, Who would have thought that they are now have a chance? They're on the outside looking in, but just on the fringe at 7-7. Seven and seven. So some teams have gotten worse as the season's gone along. <coughs> Titans. Some have gotten better as the season's gone along. And it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I, like you say, that's why they play the games. That's why we watch as fans. Hey, podcast listeners, sorry to interrupt your podcast. It's Moose here wanting to tell you about another podcast, the Knuckleheads podcast. Our friends over there, they bring on some of the best NBA players, past and present, to have totally unguarded conversations about sports, culture, and basketball nostalgia. It's hosted by former NBA players Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. It's called the Knuckleheads podcast. It's their seventh season doing the podcast, and already this season, they've had Kevin Durant, Jason T. Tatum, Sue Bird, and DeMar DeRozan, the former Toronto Raptor. Yes, NBA veterans, Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. They're lifelong friends and bona fide truth tellers. So listen in to the Knuckleheads podcast as they invite on special guests, high-profiled athletes, musicians, and entertainers to get brutally honest about everything from current events to unstold, untold stories from the golden era of sports and culture. It is the Knuckleheads podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, by the way, from our viewers, Jennifer from the Four Seasons says Game Plus is being glitchy. I'm pretty sure this is us. I'm sure it's us. Maybe not, but I, I'll just put it on us. Darren Workman watching in Salt Lake City says this is the live version of the replacements in the NFL. From Northside YEG says, there's a thread on Calgary's Reddit page about the Flames versus Bruins game last Saturday. I guess tons of people got sick after that game. Has over 450 comments on there. He says, no fans for the juniors. That's his prediction because a bunch of people got sick at the Flames game. Well, and again, I'm not going pro-vaccine or anti Who saw this? And just the people that are around here that are vaccine vaccinated but continue to get sick, they're not getting gravely sick, but grave enough that they don't want to go into work, feel that they can't go into work. So I get it. And I still don't want it. Haven't had it. So you haven't had it, have you, Darren? Can I ask? Haven't had it. Double vaxxed. We'll get a booster in the new year when I'm, you know. Um, that's And that's the idea, is the vaccines are working. We, we know they're not going to keep us from catching it potentially but you know that's why the, i think and i hope that's why the deaths are down 
and doesn't mean we want to be reckless and catch it because we don't know what the long-term effects are of getting it, right? We, have, we still don't really know, um, even if you are vaccinated. So, but, you know, we just hope we can get through this and nobody's going to get really sick and hopefully the number of deaths are going to be down and we can get back to normal as soon as we can. Ryan McCarthy watching in Saratoga, New York says, bowl season, y'all. The most wonderful time of the year. Uh, from Darren in Salt Lake City. Bowl season. Spent all day Saturday recovering surgery and watching non-stop games for 12 hours. It was a glorious day. Um, today, it is the Myrtle Beach at Tulsa Dominion at uh, 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Let me ask you this. Will you sit in front of the television and watch two teams for a billion dollars you couldn't name one player on each side would you do that yes yes that's the that's the holiday tradition of the bowl games i love you know what one of the teams i love watching i couldn't even follow the standings all year is i love watching hawaii play on new year's or christmas time i always watch hawaii for whatever reason it's not that i go looking for it either it's just that it's always on and it's always late at night and it's always like fun i watched um I watched the Boca Raton Bowl, um, but I watched a bit of the Celebration Bowl, and I did have a little interest because that was uh, Jackson State, which was Deion Sanders. He's coached that team to an 11-1 record. Um, his uh, son Shiloh is a defensive back. Uh, Shador is a quarterback. They really struggled. After winning the SWAC and playing really good all year, they struggled against South Carolina. But uh, I watched that one because there was a little interest on the weekend for me. Oh, it's so I, I watch it too, obviously. And as I said, stop by the Boca Raton Bowl. You could get in there for $63. But as I've mentioned many, many times, the Capital One Orange Bowl, $500 U.S. starting. It becoming where you just need to be there. Like I'm sure there's 65 to 85,000 rabid enough football fans that will want to go in the Miami area. Plans of both schools, Georgia and Michigan. But there, there, there's a lot of... I need to be there. It's the thing to do. Like, that's where I'm kind of not like everybody else in society, i.e. NHLers to the Olympics. I really don't care because I'm going to watch anyways. Yeah. But I'm a bit of a unicorn. Do you know, do you see how I'm different than most people? You right. You get that, right? And I, yeah, what do we call it? FOMO. Fear yep. of missing out. That's what I think a bit of the bowl season thing is. Why Canadians would watch schools that they haven't even heard of before in bowl games they've never even heard of before. I know. Well, and the one bowl game I did hear, uh, there's now a Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. But there's a Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. So I just wait for the one day that there's a Rod Peterson Bowl or a DuPont Media Bowl because, you know, we did have that in the video game. Uh, it might actually be real life one day. I think we really need to have that. I really do. Uh, they had Jimmy Kimmel was on ESPN talking about it, by the way. And you can imagine how impressed he was that there is a bowl game which bears his name. Yes. We'll take a timeout. And when we come back, we'll bring in more viewer uh, commentary. Uh, Taco Time viewer takeover is open. We're looking for the comment of the week. And so far, we've had nothing that would lead me to believe they would be the clubhouse leader for the comment of the week. So let's pick it up out there in TV land. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. This Friday, it's our annual World Juniors Preview Special. Airs at noon Eastern. That is Christmas Eve, December 24th. This Friday, we'll be joined by Julie Robenheimer from USA Hockey's Elite Prospects. Alan Miller from Hockey Canada. Peter Labardius and uh, Mike Dick. It's this Friday, Christmas Eve. As the Moose joins us here, it's hour two of the RP Show. It is proudly brought to you by our friends at Great Western Original 16 Beer. And Darren, as we, uh, I'm, enjoying the, I'm enjoying the kibitzing with the viewers here on Taco Time Viewer Takeover. Jeff, the Stamps fan, wants to know, is the $500 U.S. the gate price or the aftermarket price? And 
let's put it this way. There is an actual website. I can't remember the website. It's like OperationOrange.com or something like that for the Orange yeah. Bowl. You don't have to search very far to find it. And it just says, Capital One Orange Bowl sold out. For secondary tickets, click here. And then it's every seat geek, seat giant, ticket master, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know what the original ticket cost was. I don't know. I know that it's 500 starting everywhere else, which is yeah. what I will end up paying. Yeah, go ahead. It won't be the sticker price won't be $500. That's for sure. But that's what you got to pay now if you want to get into the game. And and you know what? That's I I, I don't want to say whether that's right or whether that's wrong, because I don't live in that world. I live in that's just reality. It's the way that it is. Yeah. Which I have another one of those answers coming up starting bowl games. Ryan in New York says there's a Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Well, of course there is. Jeff in Winnipeg says the RP Show Taco Time Bowl. Make it happen. Do you remember when we were doing a thing? Was it last year or two years ago on this show? There's like a, a wheel that you spin or it's like whatever is the last place you ate at and your first pet's name. That's, that's your right. bowl name. And right. And mine was like the Taco Time Lady Bowl. Because our first dog, my first dog's name was Lady. Right. But it was, but it, I had a viewer tell me that our partnership with Taco Time has been magical. Like, well, it's not just magical, it's real. Literally the last place I'd eaten at was Taco Time. That's yeah. not a major shock. But it's not your first pet's name. What the heck was it? Do you remember? It's, it's the last thing you ate and... I don't remember. Um, I'm going to Google Can it, though. write it and tell us? Okay. So moving on from that, my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says, wait a minute, are the bowl games not mostly college kids in the stands at those prices? No, they're not. I've been to the Fiesta Bowl, um, College Football National Championship, Boca Raton Bowl, and it's mostly alum of both. It's mostly adults. Like, I've seen Clemson, Alabama play in Glendale, Arizona. My God, they rent out entire hotels. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people fly in for these games. The regular season games are college students, but not the bowl games, which has been... Oh, and not to go to negative but I just, I just see on Twitter, somebody's reporting, I glanced at it, the CFL News, saying that the Edmonton Elks have a major problem with their football operations cap available money with whom they're going to hire for their next coach, GM, and president. So moving on, I'd rather talk about this and the bowl games than the lack of money in the CFL handcuffing teams for hiring quality people. And if you don't understand why that would be, then don't even bother watching this show because you don't understand me at all. And one more from the Greek freak. Genitsos watching at the Four Seasons Sports Palace, who is another one of our fine partners and sponsors. He says, wait a minute, Rod. You were not interested in the World Hockey Championship last year when Canada went on that amazing run to win it. Why would non-NHL Olympics be better? Signed, George. Because it's the Olympics. That's why. That's pretty simple. Yeah. The Olympics has a lot more. And more. Schutzpah. Schutzpah. Sure. Has a lot more of it than the World Championships does. That's right. So there's your answer, George. It's pretty simple. That sounded like a line from Seinfeld. There's your answer, George. <laughs> Del Boca Vista. Um, but the other thing is I've got so many friends that have gone and played in the World Hockey Championships for Canada and USA. I've said it many times. They say all it is is a big party. A lot of them take their families over there. They don't care. So 25 years ago, I made the decision. I'm not watching that. If they don't care, why would I care? That's why I don't watch the World Hockey Championship. Now, I, it has changed. I don't know what's changed. But again, once I check out, I check out. I'm not coming back. And the Olympics, the guys, they, they, it's, yeah, it's the same players that are playing in the World Hockey Championships and the Spangler Cup, but they're going to they're gonna play hard for the, for the Olympic gold, obviously. 
Um, Zach Nelson's watching in Calgary. He says, will the World Juniors preseason games happen? The answer to that is no. They've cut two of the three, but they are going to play one, right? Yeah. Um, My guess on the Olympic thing, Rod, if we can, is if the NHL players pull out, you know, Hockey Canada's got a big decision to make, and Canada themselves have a big decision to make. Because I can see an Olympics where Canada's not in it in hockey. They don't send anybody. If we're not putting a team in the Spangler Cup, which is made up of, you know, largely guys who are already playing overseas during the year. We're not traveling yeah. people from Canada for the most part um, or for a large you know, majority of the roster. If we're pulling out of the Spangler Cup and NHL players are pulling out of the Olympics, I don't think we're going to be sending junior players or other pro players to play in the Olympics. I, I probably don't see that happening unless... Again, you're going to find, you know, players from just around the area that can get in no problem. I could see a place where uh, an Olympics without Canada or the U.S. Uh, from our regular viewers, and I'm going to from a lot of them, I appreciate it, but I can't answer 117 questions from the same people every day, but... Well, uh, John... In Edmonton says, Why, have you talked about the two candidates for GM of the Elks yet? No, we haven't. Ted Govea and Chris Jones. There, we talked about them. Uh, m- more fun to me is the bowl talks. So, place you ate and where you currently reside bowl. How about that? So for me, it would be the Dunkin' Donuts Florida Bowl. That's pretty good. How about that? Um, last place I ate. I just co- well, coffee would count. So it would be the Tim Hortons Sweatpants Capital Bowl. How about that? Bingo! <laughs> I like it. Sweatpants Capital Bowl. Sounds pretty I good. I love it. Brought- yes. Brought to you by Under Armour. Or champion sweatpants. There you go. Approved. <sighs> Major comes here uh, from free Oleg watching in Winnipeg. <laughs> he says Oleg wants to know if Rod is on Winnipeg Wi-Fi. Remember, remember that? <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> Wasn't it the San Jose Sharks that came through and said that they were having an issue with the Wi-Fi in Winnipeg? Yeah. That's maybe pretty that, good. Maybe that's why Paul Maurice quit. A dang Wi-Fi signal. It's odd. Yeah, it's odd because you're coming through fine. What are we on a scale of 1 to 10 for connection here? Um, what is it? About, about a 3. Maybe 3 and a half. What? Bingo! I got the approval from the guys back there. Yeah, it's just, hey, it's just one of those days. Wi-Fi is the Wi-Fi. But we're working through it. Well, maybe... Maybe you'll have to stick around and interview Solomon Elamimi in next segment. What do you think about that? Well, we're we're good at playing on the fly. Well, I just yeah, I don't understand because yeah, here the viewership is absolutely fine. It's uh, Bob's your uncle, but like I say, this restaurant is absolutely jam full. Yeah, and I guess I guess at the top of the hour I could have broke. I could have uh, whatever. Nobody said to do anything. Yeah. No, it's Scott good. Stanley. Scott Stanley's writing in on the text of Alberta. He says the term schutzpa. Is that another Sask term like bunny hug? <laughs> schutzpa, pizzazz. I'm not sure how you spell schutzpa. C-H-U-T- I think it's C H U T Z P A H. Schutz Pot. It's like, yeah. Is it, is it a Jewish term? Is it? It's not a. It's clearly not a St. Albert, Alberta term. Schutz Extreme self confidence or audacity. It's got Schutz Howard Cosell walking pizzazz. through that lobby in Monday Night uh, Mayhem. He's got Schutz From Jack. In Alberta, he says, pro or anti-vax, it doesn't matter to me. It all sucks. 
thinking of canceling our holiday in the sun plans in January. Yeah, I don't... I'm just glad I got the fit hit the shan. Uh, from Swanee. Why are you tapping your earpiece? What's up? Is that a Another. nervous twitch? Must be. <laughs> okay. Hey, Roddy. Good man. This is in Martinsville. Who's the young guy working with you there? Bring a team to work day? Just kidding. What happened to the beard, Moose? <laughs> Says, we sorry, went, haven't watched for a while. We went clean. We went, uh, you missed the mustache phase. We've had a few phases since you've watched last. But we're going to be clean for a little while, and the beard will come back in the summer, okay? It's a little odd, isn't it? Isn't that backwards? It is backwards, but I always do it in the summer. That's always the time of year that I do it. I don't know why. Our Navy friend Don is watching in Ottawa, and he said he writes in on the 902 text line, my daughter and I were chuckling about your COVID comments from last week. Montana, Florida, U.S. survive everything except in waters of the Caribbean. Keep having fun and waving the CFL flag, says Don, from Ottawa by way of the sweatpants capital. Yeah. Uh, am I waving the flag down here? To a degree. Yeah. Sheesh. I don't know, maybe I should go off my YouTube. Maybe that'll I'll just I'm getting addicted to the comments. There's something about this that's very addicting, as you know. From Jordan Hewitt on YouTube says, Hey Rod, what's COVID like down there? Life looks great. There is no such thing as COVID here, and life does look great. Or life is great. It's amazing. I'm so happy that I got down here. Flynn in Winnipeg. How about that? Merry Christmas to an all associated with the RP show from the O'Flynn family. Oh, it's John in Vancouver. Haven't heard from him for a while. West Van, BC. Happy New Year in 2022. And I'm, I'm getting out of the comments, okay? So that might be slowing things down here. We'll see if that makes a difference. We haven't heard from our friend in Vancouver for some time. Well, let me ask you this. This might be kind of a stupid question for me to ask you, but how's COVID there for for you, Darren, you're calling Pat's games. You're calling Rush games. You seem to be out and active and busy. That's right. Um, here, it, nothing's really changed yet. And I know in parts of Canada it has. I mean, Ontario's gone into full lockdowns. So they're not serving any food, drinks, anything in the movie theaters or the sporting venues or things like that, similar venues. Um, but here, like, I go do my grocery shopping. I went to the mall. I, you know, do my thing, go to the theater, whatever. And everything's pretty normal. I wear my mask everywhere I go. Got to be double vaxxed if I want to go to the restaurant or go to the movies and show the proof. So nothing's really changed yet. But we're all more aware. And the conversation is picking up about the variant and how fast it's spreading. And I know some people who have canceled trips because of it and, and, and things like that. But it's just, uh, it's more of a psychological and a conversation thing than it is actually affecting our behaviors for the most part yet. But we're just worried that it might at some point. I get it. Okay, well, God willing, I'll see you back here for overtime. What do you say? That sounds good. I'll be here. The president of the Canadian Football League Players Association, Solomon Alamimian, joins us next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV. YouTube Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It's a brand new week on the RP Show. Daytime sports talk coming to you from South Florida. It's episode number 637. Christmas nigh in uh, all around the world, and of course, and uh, football still going on. College bowl season, NFL, and the CFL, we're one week into the offseason. The president of the Football League Players Association is our good friend Solomon Elamimian, six-time All-Star, Great Cup champion, most outstanding defensive player twice, MVP of the league once, and he joins us today via video chat. How you doing, Saul? 
Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me this morning. I hope you're doing good. You look like you're doing good. Looks uh, like you're having fun out there in Florida, huh? Yeah, well, yes, I am. We're, frankly, COVID isn't really a thing, and they're ball for all. We're deep into bowl season, and the Dolphins have won six in a row, so everybody's happy, Solomon, as you can imagine. You know, I was excited when I saw your name on the docket here for the show today because I really would love to know the players' perspective of where we are in the Canadian Football League entering this offseason of 2021-22. You're a busy guy, obviously, with all of that. What's what's keeping you the busiest right now in your role as Players Association uh, president? Yeah, thanks for, thanks for saying that. I think everybody's kind of busy right now, keeping up with the uh, changes from COVID and, you know, the different things that are, you know, going on with this variant. Um, obviously, our timing, uh, finishing the Grey Cup was, was pretty good, but that's one thing that, you know, everybody's kind of worried about is how does COVID affect, if it's going to affect at all, a 2022 season. Um, you know, obviously, we got bargaining coming up for a new collective agreement, uh, so we've already... Um, took different pollings from our players and surveys to kind of understand our players and our members' needs. And, you know, that's something that we're excited to sit down with the league about and hash out different uh, issues that, you know, are beneficial to both parties. Well, Solomon, I guess that is the question. Without digging too much, I mean, for instance, the news just came down this morning that the are having financial issues with the football operations cap with regards to hiring a new GM and coach. Go figure. Of course, from the player's angle, is there any reason to believe that you'll be back to where you were financially or even a little better? What's the scene looking like there for your players? Because we all know that the pay cuts were league-wide, player by player, last year. Yeah, well, that's something that, you know, once we get down to the bargain table, we'll be able to discuss the issues that are important to the to the CFL, there is a, a coaching cap and, you know, the league did announce new partnerships with Genius Sports along with uh, internal revenue models. So we want to know a little bit more about that and how it affects the CFL and how it, you know, really affects our members. So, you know, all issues will be discussed and our job, you know, my job is to make sure that the players, you know, get a fair deal and everybody can kind of see growth uh, moving forward. Well, I guess, uh, again, I don't want to pin your shoulders to the mat here and grill you. I really don't. I mean, I guess I know you guys took major concessions to play last year. And uh, kudos to you for doing that because the season came off wonderfully. And in the playoffs, we had great crowds and that worked great. But again, it is like a bargaining agreement that's at hand for your players. How close were you to not getting a deal done, Saul? I mean, those must have been some some long hours you, yeah. you guys were putting in on both sides. Yeah, I, well, I definitely want to commend the players. Last two years has been very difficult for our members, uh, not having a season in 2020 and, um, you know, not having certainty going into 2021 season. And, you know, a deal kind of came through really last minute and our players, you know, did a fantastic job. We were able to work on a protocol, establish a committee, um, the CFL's uh, return to play committee, which consists of the CFL teams, uh, the CFL, uh, our medical doctors, and ourselves, and just really satisfying what was going to be needed to have a safe 21 season. And no doubt it was hard on everybody, but that's, you know, one thing that I look back and I say was very, you know, significant and was very successful is the fact that we were partners in terms of how, you know, we're going to return to the football field. And it wasn't easy, but if we have the same mindset, we have the same, you know, partnership uh, moving forward, I think that the league you know, sky's the limit for where the league can go. Good, good. That's very encouraging to hear. And I guess overall, how did you feel about the quality of play in the CFL this year? You saw the stats was down, but I thought it was better than I expected. How did you feel your players performed after all they'd been through the last two years? Yeah, well, you you mentioned it, and I talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, not having a 2020 season, um, training camp was a little bit limited. Um, the different you know, protocols, restrictions. It wasn't an easy year for our members, but all in all, I think they performed, um, you know, fantastic. I thought the play of, of the season, as things went on, guys got more comfortable. You know, I thought the gameplay was, was, was you know, outstanding. Um, playoff games, uh, Grey Cup was one of the more ex exciting uh, playoffs and Grey Cups that I can remember. So, you know, hopefully we can get back to, you know, normal for 2022. And, you know, our players, you know, will come out and prove, you know, in my mind and a lot of people's mind why they're, they are world-class athletes.
Here's one for you, Saul. The CFL is getting criticized for the, I think it's 380 free agents pending here uh, coming up in the new year. What's your take on that as the head of the Players Association? Because all the players that I've known for years wanted the one-year deal for the most part for their freedom. Um, how do you feel about that criticism of the CFL? Is it fair? Well, you know, the fans want longer-term deals. I can understand that. Nobody wants to, um, you know, it's hard to buy a jersey really commit when you don't know if your favorite player is going to be there longer than a year. And, you know, for the players, it comes it comes down to certainty. Rod, as you know, a one-year contract, a three-year contract is really a one-year contract with added terms uh, that's beneficial for the team. So, you know, there needs to be a commitment on both sides, not just the player committing to the team, but the team also committing to the players. Uh, you've seen it many years where right before a training camp, you know, a, a player, a household name gets released right before a training camp because, you know, he doesn't want to take a pay cut. So I think there's a solution there. Um, the players that I've spoken to, they do want to be part of, of a community. They want, do want to be part of teams, but there needs to be more certainty that our members know that the one year, uh, um, a two, three year, four, five year contract means that it's a commitment uh, for from from both sides. Oh, I, but trust me, I get it. <laughs> I mean, I guess the players, if they wanted to sign longer term deals, they certainly could. But do you see this tra trend or fad continuing, Solomon, or do you see the league going back to longer term deals once there's a little more financial stability? Well, we'll see, right? Without getting um, to the bargain table, it's kind of hard to, to know what the league wants. But I've heard from Randy, and I think that, you know, hearing his comments, they do understand that it's an issue. Our fans, you know, our great fans, they, they think it's an issue, and I think there's a solution, right? So it's all about us understanding the problem and, you know, come to the table in a fair way, assessing how do we, you know, uh, put things forward that's been beneficial for all parties. Um, I'm a player that, played nine years in one community with the BC Lions, and it helped me tremendously, not just on the football field, but also uh, post-football in terms of, you know, being a part of that community and having different job opportunities. And like I said, I've spoken to many guys that wouldn't mind signing long-term deals if they actually meant something, right? So the way things are, you know, currently constituted, a uh, three, four, five-year contract, you know, really doesn't mean nothing after the first year. Last, well, yeah, yeah. We've seen it time after time after time. I think my last one for you, Solomon, is do you have a target date for the CBA being done? I would think it would be tough now unless the, I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty financially in the CFL, uh, but you'd know more than me. I certainly don't hope it. I hope it doesn't go up until day one of training camp. We've seen that past. What's your timeline, do you think, on a new CBA? Yeah, we're going to get going uh, here in the New Year's. Obviously, you know, the Winnipeg Blue Bomber just won in the Grey Cup. You know, there's cause for celebration for them. And obviously, you know, holidays and, and Christmas is coming around. So, you know, things will be a little quiet. But I'm sure as soon as the New Year's picks up, you know, it's full go on our side. We're ready. We understand the issues that are important to our members. And we want to get a deal done, you know, as soon as possible, the right deal done uh, for our members. And it's in nobody's best interest to have any work stoppage at all. You know, coming off the challenge that we had in, you know, 2021 and 2020 uh, through the pandemic, it's in everybody's best interest to find solutions that are beneficial to all parties and to start the 2022 season strong and, um, you know, just pick up from where we left off in the Grey Cup with a fantastic game. Well, good luck with it. You're the best man to have in that job, Saul. I appreciate the time today. Congrats on all the work you've done so far. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and yours. All the best in 2022. Hopefully we can do it again soon. Hey, Rod, thanks for having me. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and your viewers. And, you know, shout out to all the players. Uh, they did an awesome job this year on the field, off the field, and we're excited to, you know, get things going for 2022. Thanks. Awesome. CFL great Solomon Elamimian and the president of the CFL Players Association. When we come back, overtime and taco time viewer in the RP Show, daytime sports talk on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
Don't miss our annual World Junior Preview Special that comes your way Christmas Eve. That's Friday at noon Eastern with special guests from Hockey Canada and Team USA. That's this Friday previewing the World Juniors as we move into Taco Time viewer takeover. And uh, let's and if we don't mind. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Taco Time. They want you to know that it's Mexi Fries, not Tater Tots. Brand new week. It's been a gong show here, Moose, but that's, it's good. It's fine. I got out of the YouTube comments and everything. Is it better? Yeah, it's it better? great. It's great. Ah, now they tell me. Well, Laura Laney, a good and longtime friend of mine, is watching on Game Plus Television. She has texted in the 902 number, and she says, your Wi-Fi is fine. And she gives the... <laughs> that emoji... Jealous of the weather. Warming up to minus 16 here. Have a Merry Christmas, Rod. So thank you, Laura, for that. And Merry Christmas to you and yours. But I will say this about the IKS crew, the fastest pit crew in the business. They want everything to be perfect. And that's the Jordan Ryan and the crew. I Trust me, I get it. It's good enough, isn't good enough for them. So I get it. Yes. But hopefully this is a little better. Um, Scott in St. Albert, Alberta has written in and he says, I've heard of the term chutzpah. Well, good. Google. It's a word. You can find it on Google. C-H-U-T-Z-P-A-H. And it is a, um, I don't know, I'm not, a word for extreme confidence. He's got chutzpah. He's got pizzazz. Yes. What's the other thing you throw in there? Schutzpah, pizzazz. Um, we don't throw another one in there. I don't know. It's just he's with it. He's okay. Confidence. It, it is what it is. A, hey, he's a man it's about a, town. Man about town. A mover and shaker. He's a mover and shaker. He's the kind of guy that makes things happen. Yes. On the poll question for Capital Auto Ball Universal Collision Center, what will happen the World Juniors? Your options are play as normal play without fans or cancel the whole bloody thing and darren the the the, the curve is flattening <laughs> it's no longer people? 50 plus percent uh it's under 50 percent 48 percent of people saying play without fans that's leading 42 percent say play as normal with fans and 10 percent saying cancel the tournament altogether and this is what sucks for our friends at hockey canada and the double ia have many there or or anybody in sport they have no idea yes this thing by the moment just like two years ago and i can't believe that we're not further ahead as a society to have a little bit of an idea come on i mean you and i don't very accurately predict sports scores but we have an idea yes i said the great cup's gonna be the bombers by eight they won by seven like i had a pretty good idea yeah i said the west finals the bombers are gonna cover but not by much Spread was five, they won by three, whatever it was. Like, we had that. We know what we do. Can you guys in the medical field not get it? To, you can't see what's coming around the corner? I know. Is that too harsh? Well. Is that too harsh? <laughs> probably, but I get it. Like, it's not because I get it. Because, you know, where are we going, right? And, and. <sighs> expectations versus reality if the expectation is that we don't know then we don't know um yeah it's 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 really difficult to know where this is going to go and where we're where we're headed weatherman this morning on it weatherman this morning on nbc6 said it was going to be sunny in 82 today it's 83 but he was generally in the right ballpark <laughs> you tell me you didn't you didn't know there was going to be another variant after the first variant yeah. What are we paying you guys for? Anyways, uh, sports update. NHL and its Players Association have temporarily clamped down on teams crossing the border, as we know, meaning Canadian teams will not play U.S.-based teams this week. Now a total of eight teams have been shut down. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens joining that group. Tonight's Columbus-Buffalo game scrapped. Hot has withdrawn its Bangalore Cup. Usually competes in the club tournament in Davos, but is pulled out because of COVID. And John Daly and his college son won the PNC Golf Championship on the 
Tiger Woods and his 12-year-old son made them work for it. Tiger and Charlie Woods set a tournament record with 11 straight birdies and retired for the lead in the back nine. You might be happy with this, Moose. I think we're going to get into a lot more golf here on the RP Show. And probably, not that I'm going to do it, but I'm going to cover it a little more. And bowl games, too, because that's what I'm immersed. Everybody's talking about Tiger Woods. Everybody's talking about the Boca Raton Bowl. This sports update brought to you by dubnetwork.ca and Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars. Do you have a thought on the uh, featured game? For me, it's the Myrtle Beach Bowl this afternoon. It's Tulsa versus Old Dominion. It's a doubleheader on Monday Night Football tonight and one NHL game, the Stars and Wild. So any of those tickle your fancy or is there Mo- something else? Monday Night Football for me. And I don't know which game because they're both good. But I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears because I think Minnesota, I mean, we got to figure it out. It's time to decide what are you. Are you a playoff team or are you not? Kirk Cousins, show me something tonight. Well, they're playing the Bears. But it's a classic NFC North showdown. It is a, what do I got written down here? 8.15 p.m. Eastern kickoff. Thanks, Moose. Great job. See you tomorrow. Later. (laughs) We'll see the rest of you tomorrow noon Eastern here on Game Plus TV. I don't know. This is not an online therapy session whatsoever. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.